Hi, everybody. I'm Sunny, and this is We Gotta Talk, a live weekly digital talk show and podcast where we like to dig deep. Real talk, big topics. Now, let's dig in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to We Gotta Talk. This is this is a year in wrap. I'm sitting here in my Target Stars Above quilted bathrobe. Highly recommend. I'm going to link this in show notes. I have an extensive ward. Um, I was going to say wardrobe. I have an ex- extensive robe wardrobe, a collection that has been curated over the years. I believe the purchase of this robe brings me up to nine robes. Now, lest you think I'm snobby about this process or how I pick, I mean, clearly not. This one is from Target. Um, I, I will have you know the three of said robes are the free fragrance gift with Ulta purchase. So you like buy, oh, I don't know what it is. I buy a new perfume just to get every year, just to get the robe is what I'm trying to say. It's made out of the most artificial of fabrics. They're probably taking castaway plastic straws from the mound of like plastic waste in the middle of the ocean and weaving together like a chemical laced like just doused in horrible things for you fabric and making a robe out of this every year at Ulta. And it still wouldn't bother me. I just want to wrap up in it every night. It's part of my very, very sexy PJ routine. I put on giant cotton pants, a giant cotton t-shirt, and I follow it up with a giant cotton or synthetic fiber robe. Ladies, follow me for romance tips. Andrew's like, can we get something cuter? (laughs) He actually, no, he bought me PJs for Christmas this year, guys. Ones that aren't comprised of throwaway t-shirts from his collection or free with purchase robes. Bless him. I will try to wear those. I mean, they're not, and the funny part is like, what's cute to him. They're not even like these, they're just, pajamas that are normal and they're not giant oversized robe draped creations. All of that to say, I'm bundled up. I'm sitting here with my, uh, not morning, but afternoon matcha today, uh, putting together a quick list of some really fun moments over the past year. And I had to do it in, in style and comfort. So of course I'm all wrapped up. Anyhow, we've got all of our Christmas decorations down. You are a total psycho. If you leave your Christmas decorations up beyond the 26th, you're not, I'm kidding. It's a joke. People hate when I, I, I just think that for me, efficiency is the name of the game and getting down all of our holiday decorations with the exception of the ones that are on the house or in front of the house, like outside, they come down. Um, We are all cleaned out. The house is spick and span. I've gone through all of the children's closets and drawers, gotten rid of all clothing that no longer fits them. The toys are next. No one is safe from the OCD hurricane. So I was able to finally sit down because I checked off everything else on my psycho cleaning list. And I can finally get down brass tacks here and, and bring you some, a great retrospective of the past year on We Gotta Talk. So That was a long intro. All to say, I'm really excited to tell you about some fun guests that I don't know, maybe you missed over the past year that I featured on the show. So we're going to run through some can't miss moments from 2023. We'll talk a little bit about the year ahead. Um, I want to know if all of you are fans of the New Year's resolution or the vision boarding of it all. And uh, we'll get to that. But first, let's take a look back at some episodes that you all seem to agree to 
were really interesting. They were the most downloaded, most listened to. And I threw in a couple of extras too, just ones that I thought were particularly interesting. So let's start. Let's do it. These are in no particular order. And I'm going to pull out a few sort of takeaways and lessons from each one. So if any of them sound interesting to you or they pique your curiosity in any way, I'm going to go ahead and link each individual episode and show notes so you can come back and click through and take and take a listen to those. So let's do it. Side note again, my son is playing video games in a room kind of right above and to the side of me. So if you hear background screaming, please forgive me in advance. We are all trapped for the next week or so in the house together. And it's, it's wonderful. Family bonding is really special. It's really nice. Um, okay, let's do it. First episode that I would love for you to go back and check out because it's packed with detail and interesting things. Episode 261, all about routines. So in this episode, which was another solo episode from several months back, I ran through all of the specific supplementation routines that I do that I have found to be beneficial to me, the testing that I do. So that can be tests that are prescribed through doctors, but are accessible with request from your medical practitioner. Um, studies that sort of link back to why I do what I do, testing kits, all that stuff. So this is worth a listen because um, it has taken, I would say, oh gosh, maybe seven, eight, nine years for me to not perfect because it's it's never done fully. It's never finished. But uh, to to sort of work toward honing in on a routine for me that helps keep me on top of my health. And for someone who is, we can call it medically conscious, we can call it medically anxious, we can call it verging sort of on the border of like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm always worried about something. But I've found that over-testing or doing things that I don't need to do only adds stress. So this episode would be for someone who wants to be kind of on top of things, a little more proactive in their approach to health, but doesn't really want to stress out about it. The knock on the once a year check-in with your doctor and just sort of the running through of, of list of symptoms kind of thing is that I found it's not thorough enough to address the very specific needs, especially that women have as they relate to hormones. So in this episode, I talk a lot about the saliva and urine tests that I have worked with my doctor to do to keep tabs on my hormones specifically. Um, I cannot stress this enough. I bang this drum all of the time on the podcast. If you're over 35 or if you've just stopped having children and you're in a period where you're trying to sort of rebalance your hormones or understand why things are happening with your mood or your body or your mind that just weren't there before, you need to check your hormone levels and you need to do it in a way and with a medical professional that will give you a range of answers. So in this episode, again, episode 261, I talk specifically about the tests that I've used to with my doctor to test hormone levels. I've talked, I talk about um, a hereditary cancer risk test that I took through my OBGYN. Um, I also go through some favorite supplements that have been recommended to me, not only by my doctor, but also from other medical professionals that I've either interviewed or had some sort of interaction with. I think 
you know, I always say this, you should not take this as medical advice. Please always seek out the opinion of your own doctor or medical expert, but this is what's worked for me. So all of my favorite multivitamin supplements, the line in particular that I really like when it comes to supplementation that's recommended by my doctor, um, a colostrum drink that I use for gut health, and it's actually pretty good. Even kids will drink, um, favorite matcha. That's something I use or, or drink every day. And even tips as far as, um, mental health, light exposure therapy, extra practices and things that I do that would be considered sort of a bonus. So go back, check it, this episode out. It's called all about routines, the supplements, daily practice practices and testing. I do to monitor health. Worth a listen for sure. Another episode this past year that you all loved, and I agree wholeheartedly with your appreciation for this, episode 269, There Are No New Souls with Mallory Otier. Do you like my French accent? <laughs> Mallory is um, Mallory Psychic on social media. She is a and into it. Um, she does not necessarily it's, I don't want to say she's predicting the future. We go over this in the episode itself, but she's the type of person who is energetically connected to people around her, to the universe and the energy fields around her in a way that's probably a little bit more, you know, intense or, um, specific than normal people like you and me. So in this episode, we talk a lot about tapping into our own individual spiritual strength. We talk about how she goes about that process, connecting with, with, with spirit or with souls or with angels or with whatever you want to call it, the spirit and the essence of people who have passed. We talk about reincarnation, why she doesn't believe in the concept of new souls, which is really interesting. You hear a lot of people say, oh, he's an old soul or, you know, she's she's got a lot of lessons to learn. She's kind of a new soul. Mallory goes through why she doesn't believe that's the case. This is a really interesting thing that we get into as well. Mallory talks about the soul contract. So have you ever heard of this? Essentially, the belief from Mallory and people who also share this is that our souls our energy chooses the form and time in which it appears on earth. So for lack of a better description, before you're born, you're up here somewhere. And it is your soul's choice to incarnate into the form that you are today. And Mallory in this episode talks about why souls or why energies or souls or whatever you want to call it, choose to become who they are on earth. Even though there are a lot of people who have difficult lives, we all, we all have challenges or difficulties, of course, over the course of our lifetimes, but there are certainly people who have been through a lot and have been through a lot more than a typical person. And I asked Mallory over the course of this conversation, why would anybody choose to come down and live a life that's full of trauma or pain or anger or rage? And she answers this so eloquently. I, I can't encourage you enough to listen to this because it really helps us understand uh, why we are here and what we're here for. This was cool too. She talks about other places on earth rather than earth where souls can exist. I didn't know this was a thing, but she says, and she believes that souls can incarnate on other planets and in other places, you know, in the, in the physical universe that aren't just here on earth. 
if you are into a spirituality, I don't want to say woo-woo, but it is. Um, if you're into expanding your mind and hearing some questions answered about why we're here and who we are and why some souls become earthbound, we talk a lot about ghost stories and um, how you can connect with people who have passed. You can't miss this episode. I always make a point to bring someone onto the podcast um, each year who kind of runs us through this type of discussion, who taps us into our spiritual essence, because I think it's so important to address this, this side of us as humans, whether you're a religious person or you consider yourself just spiritual or you don't believe in it at all. It's interesting to listen to just to understand how she came to believe what she believes. We talk about connecting with past lives, so much good stuff. It's really excellent. Hold on. Let me have a sip of water. Okay, next episode from 2023 that should be on your list. Number 267, do you love a narcissist with Dr. Jamie Zuckerman? Okay, so Dr. Zuckerman is all over social media as a foremost expert on narcissism, what it really means, um, how to detect if you're in a relationship, whether that be a romantic or friendship or parental relationship with someone who is a narcissist. And Dr. Zuckerman is so, so good at what she does. She's super popular on social media for a reason. And this word is thrown around a lot. So what Dr. Z does is she runs us through the clinical definition of narcissism. I think I hear a lot of people, uh, and you probably have too, on social media who come out and say, uh, you know, is he such a narcissist? Or There's actually a very specific clinical definition of what narcissism is and sort of boxes each person has to check in order for that to qualify as a clinical diagnosis. Um, she says, listen, we all have narcissistic traits um, that surface in different ways or at different points, but she makes a very clear case for what narcissism is and how to tell if you are actually in a relationship with a narcissist. We run through what happens if your parent is a narcissist, which is a really difficult situation as this is a person who is presumably in your life for the rest of your life. Um, she talks about setting boundaries in that type of relationship. This is really interesting too. She talks about the one test you can give to a new partner to see if they have narcissistic tendencies. So it's something very specific. She says, try this in the first month or so of a new relationship, exclusive relationship, of course. And what the person does will tell you a lot about whether or not they could be a narcissist. I asked her if narcissism is on a spectrum or if it's a black and white, yes or no kind of thing. If a person can heal from narcissism, I don't love the answer there, but um, it's a great episode. So make sure you go and check that one out as well. That's episode 267. Next episode that I think you should go back and check out is number 254. It's called All About Ozempic. And it's an interview with Michelle Cardell. She's a nutrition scientist and the senior director of clinical research at Weight Watchers. Um, Michelle is a really, really interesting interview. All right. Sorry about that. Little phone call. Um, Dr. Cardell is really interesting because it is her literal job to um, direct science that coaches people like one on one. Um, the, the work she does directly impacts people one on one on how to lose weight 
like Weight Watchers, we know them as a brand. We know how long they've been around. And, you know, I think while I haven't been through the program personally, that they've always been a brand that makes weight loss feel comfortable, approachable, non, how do I say, um, non-shaming. Um, and so she was the perfect person for this interview. So in this episode, which by the way, was like beyond popular on the feed, we talk about Ozempic specifically, but every medication that falls under the class of semaglutides or semaglutides, I'm not sure on the pronunciation there, it's one or the other, um, the, the whole classification of that, of that medicine, the specific brand name drugs under that category, how they work, um, if people who don't have a medical diagnosis should be using them. Um, if you're not diabetic or if you're not diagnosed as obese, should you be using these medications? What are the side effects, which haven't been insignificant if you followed any headlines around these drugs, which there's been nothing but headlines about Ozempic since it sort of came into the collective consciousness as a weight loss drug. You have seen tons, I'm sure, of headlines about complications with nausea, digestion, pancreatic issues. So we run through all of these things. Like if this is something you're going to do, what do we have to watch out for? Um, we talk about the results that she has has not seen personally, but sort of clinically or, or the research that she's done and what that says about the long-term effects of this. I ask her if this is something you need to stay on forever. It is the ultimate deep dive of deep dives. And I feel like this one was really well received because this medication was just sort of coming into like the collective awareness at the time that this episode came out. So definitely, definitely check that out. That's episode 254. And I'm going to piggyback off of that and recommend episode 255 as well. This is called Beyond Ozempic peptides, compounded meds, and other ways people are losing weight. This is an interview with Samantha Blakeney from the New Drug Loft and VLS Pharmacy. They are pharmacies based in the New York City area. Um, this is a great episode too. I felt that it was important to dedicate a separate episode to all the other ways people are losing weight that aren't technically the prescription name brand medications that I covered with Michelle in episode 254. So I thought, okay, we've covered Ozempic. Um, we go the, all of the brand name prescription medications. Now let's talk about all the other ways that people are doing this. Cause I know people who are losing weight through injections that aren't Ozempic, not Wegovy, not whatever other brand name. They're going to a compounding pharmacy and they're getting something mixed up from the pharmacist there, of course, the recommendation of their doctor, and they're doing that instead. So let's dive into that. So with Samantha, again, who runs um, the marketing for these two compounding pharmacies, we talk all about the other ways that people are losing weight, um, compounded medications, peptides, metformin, stimulants, um, there are a lot of ways people are doing this guys. And, um, I was shocked at the number of ways that you can get to the end result of weight loss with various combinations of, um, compounded medications and, or supplements. It's really wild. She runs through this one particular combination that is, um, a very, very slight dose of an antidepressant medication combined with something else. And I'm going to let her run you through the specific details because I don't want to get it wrong. But basically what the compounding pharmacy is doing is it's taking that medication that's 
being that's, that's typically used for something specifically to regulate mood disorder it combined with something else and it's suppressing appetite. And that's one way people are doing it. Peptide blends. This is an interesting one too. So have you ever heard of people, you know, talk about, oh, I'm going to go get my peptide shot for the week, or this is my, you know, I go to a med spa and it's, it's a peptide shot again, and it has the same effect. So we talk about the safety of peptides in this episode. It was my, um, my impression that this was a fairly safe thing to do, but Samantha specifically had some concerns about the safety of peptides in particular. I will let her explain why. Uh, we talk about metformin, what that is and how people use it. And even the fact that people are still using stimulants for weight loss, which is wild. I, I cannot imagine the amount, the number of rooms <laughs> that I could clean and drawers that I could dump out and reorganize if I were on even a smidge of a stimulant. I mean, I'm thinking about this and she's talking about, you know, her own experience and people she know who she knows who is who have used some form of stimulant medication to lose weight. And I'm like sweating just thinking about it. It's hysterical to think about like this is still, you know, what some people are doing. And for some people, this works. And this is their preference for weight loss. But we get into a whole discussion of the pros and cons of that. We also talk about ozempic phase. Ah, the dreaded ozempic phase. Um, you'll hear a lot of people say, oh, I can tell she's on ozempic. Look at her face. Look at the way that, you know, the cheeks become gaunt and they've lost some of the fat that was on their face. So we talk about that side effect. Uh, we talked about how long you can stay on these medications for weight loss, the side effects, and why you should always start your weight loss journey with an endocrinologist. So that is episode 255. It's called Beyond Ozempic. All right. Another episode worth your time and worth a listen is episode 259. Can you cheat proof your marriage with Charity Craig? Charity is a marriage coach and a podcast host. And this episode is all about infidelity, specifically how her own experience with her husband's infidelity transformed their relationship. I think the knee-jerk reaction to the question, would you leave your partner or spouse if they cheated, is no, or is yes, like I would not go back to them. I would be done. Charity provides a really interesting argument for why you might want to consider staying. And I don't mean staying in a way, and she explains this in the podcast episode, that compromises your integrity or your you know, your instincts, but in a way that gives the other person the time and space they need to realize potentially if they made a mistake. And wowie guys is all I'll say. She goes through what specifically happened with her and her husband, how long she waited things out for him to um, go away, come back, how that process kickstarted. Um, this was not a, oh man, I got caught let me beg my way back to my wife's good graces. This was not what happened with Charity. Um, so we walk through her personal story and how they came back together and formed what she says is a stronger bond than they've ever had. This story is beyond compelling. And like I said, gives a case for why you might want to stay. And I don't want to say you need, um, this is not advice. I'm not telling you. Linda telling you, you should stay if this happens to you. But I wanted to interview her because it 
provides a story that we don't often hear. You know, as women, we're told you're weak or a feminist would never stay or a woman should value herself more. What this discussion did for this topic is add a level of nuance to it that I had not heard before. It showed me a way to understand or interpret that situation as a way to grow individually and as a couple while respecting your self-love and your self-respect and while, you know, not making you feel like a total chump. I've never heard this version of the cheating story before. I've heard every other version, but not this one. And so that's why I really wanted her to come on the podcast. She was an excellent, excellent guest. She's very open and candid with her story. So she's not holding anything back. She's telling you everything about how she knew her husband was cheating, how she caught him, what she first did, the conversations. I mean, she's an open book in the most beautiful of ways. And she now coaches other couples who are going through this. So it is worth a listen. It might just change the way you think about infidelity. The next episode that is definitely worth a listen is number 238. You guys, this one is juicy, juicy. What Swinging Taught Ashley Renard About Good Sex. So Ashley is an online educator and an author. She wrote a book called Swing, and it was about her and her husband's experience with being swingers, like how it started. I mean, the book literally opens in a swingers club and she's like pinned against the wall by another man, like juice. The juice is there. It is like, woo. Um, so Ashley's whole sort of, and, and she's changed a little bit in her online persona and presence since then. So I don't want to speak for her current sort of public iteration, but at the time we did this interview, she was really um, sort of leaning into this experience that she went through with her husband why they became swingers, why they opened their marriage, the good that it did and the bad that it did. Um, I'm going to let you check out Ashley's Instagram page and you can see kind of where she is now. Um, but this conversation was really, really interesting and like less about sex and the juicy fun, you know, that's not superficial, but you know, physical part of it and more about the relationship lessons, I guess, that she learned along the way. And so even if, you know, the, the idea of swinging to you is just like, eh, that's fine. But her story of what it brought to her relationship, the good and the bad, and what it taught her about building a solid relationship and good communication is the takeaway. Um, what it feels like to be truly fulfilled in a relationship. Um, why the way your partner was raised can impact how they interact with you and the things you can do to sort of get around those sort of um, emotional blocks that we all have in relationships. This, this is not about, this episode is not about sex, believe it or not. I mean, it's about, you know, the, the lengths that one couple went to because they needed a way to connect or they needed something new and interesting. Uh, but we do get into her like sex tips. So we get a little, you know, we get a little bit into that, but it's a lot about mindset and I will let her tell the rest to you when you listen to that episode. Again, that's episode 238 with Ashley Renard. Okay. Next up episode 245. 
did a ton of great interviews this year on skin health. Uh, I launched what's called the Healthy Skin Series, which I focus a lot of um, attention on skincare, um, the products that you can be using, the experts you can sort of tune into if you want to get better skin and better skin health. This episode was one of the best performing of the year with good reason. It's called How to Rebuild Your Skin Barrier with Dr. Heather Rogers. So we tied this into um, the end of summer, or sorry, the, the sort of midpoint of summer, I guess. And we focused for a time specifically on your best summer skin but we sort of veer off into um, the territory of like just general skin health, rebuilding your skin barrier, which is a real problem for people who have overdone it with active ingredients. So in this episode with Dr. Rogers, we talk about the importance of preserving the skin barrier and how that can impact everything else. So Dr. Rogers is a double board certified dermatologist who's based in Seattle. Um, she is very active on social media. So she's always sharing tips. She's the founder of her own line, Dr. Dr. Rogers skincare. She will tell us in this episode, how many products you actually need in your routine, the specific ingredients you do not want to overuse, um, why your cleanser might be stripping your skin. And this is important. If you're in your thirties and forties, the needs of our skin change over time. And the cleanser you're using now could be stripping some really vital nutrients and moisture from your skin. So she runs us through what to do if you feel like that's the case. Um, some actual standout products that are worth your time and money. We talk about how to find the best vitamin C serum. As we know, an antioxidant is critical to wear in the morning. It helps to negate the negative impact of sun exposure on our skin. So combined with a good SPF, a vitamin C or other potent antioxidant serum is really important. But if you don't get it right, it can be really irritating to your skin. So we run through what to look for in your vitamin C serum and how to rebuild your skin barrier. And I believe our discount code is still active on Dr. Roger's website. I'll pop it in show notes as well. But um, she makes an incredible uh, restoring healing balm that is just excellent for healing and soothing your skin. So that is definitely worth a listen. And rounding things out, staying in the superficial realm, episode 264, the most common in-office and surgical procedures for women 40 plus. Uh, I did a whole episode, I'm sorry, a month of episodes in October dedicated to the 40 plus woman. I mean, I don't know, 35 plus. It's a state of mind really. But when you're kind of, you know, rounding the corner, like beyond your strictly like youthful, like pre-children years when you're turning the corner and, and you're finding your, your skin is changing or the things are just like not snapping back like they used to. It's totally normal, by the way. So I dedicated a whole month of content to our 35 plus 40 plus crowd in the month of October. So this is just one of those episodes, but it's worth a quick highlight. Um, this is an interview with Dr. Laura Devgan, who's a plastic surgeon who is based in New York City. Her aesthetic, and I have, uh, I did a whole episode. Oh gosh, this might be, because this is her second appearance on the podcast as a guest, but the third time that she's been a topic, because when I was in New York City on a girl's trip, I visited her and um, in another episode, I talk all about what I did there. She did some um, hyaluronic acid filler on me. Uh, anyway, 
that's a separate episode where I just sort of talk about what the office was like, what the experience was like being treated by her. But this episode is an actual interview with her and her aesthetic is just so on point. Um, if I ever go the route of, I don't know, I, I, I will, I will, I would put my life in her hands, my aesthetic life. <laughs> she has an excellent, excellent vibe. It's not minimalist, but it's not, um, it just feels very natural. I encourage you to go check out her Instagram page and, um, just see what her approach is to work. It's, it's the, it's just enough. I feel that she's a doctor who would never treat someone and they would walk out looking like a different version of themselves. So in this episode, I really wanted to focus on the most common procedures for women 35 to 40 and beyond what she's hearing people request the most. Um, She goes into this really interesting explanation for why women are getting their facelifts in their 40s. This used to be something that was, you know, pushed back until the 60s or the 70s. So Dr. Devgan in this episode talks about um, why people are seeking aesthetic, like surgical aesthetic treatments a lot earlier than normal. Um, She talks about when you need to graduate from injectables to actual surgery, talk about like filler face and like just that aesthetic where you see just, it's just like a, it's like an overfilled balloon. Why, why you don't want to get there and how to avoid sort of overdoing it. And when you just need to turn to the scalpel instead, we talk about some of the innovations that she's most excited about, um, how the definition of beauty is changing for as superficial bitch as we get in this episode. That's our alter ego here on We Gotta Talk. Like there's the person that cares about what's happening in the world. And then the alter ego is like the superficial bitch when you just need to turn it all off and worry about what cream to put on your face. Um, we talk about that, that existential question of, um, what, what is beauty and why do we care and how much energy is too much energy to be putting into how we look and how do we balance that desire to appear a certain way, but also feel good about ourselves. Like we're not overdoing it. It's just, we get into some really deep stuff too. So it's worth a listen for that alone. Um, her must have skincare products. What skincare devices are worth it. We even get specific and talk about the M family of treatments like M sculpt, um, which I'm sure you've heard a ton about all over social media. See these like sort of before and afters. And we talk about like what her thought on those procedures is, do they work? Are they worth your time and money? So those are all the episodes guys that there's so much more listen. and, And I do encourage you to, you know, if you haven't gone back through the feed and taken a listen specifically to the most recent episodes that I put out, which are all about what's happening in the Middle East. Um, I encourage you to do that. I really, you know, my heart is in the deep, heavy, serious stuff. And it's hard on this podcast sometimes because I vacillate between a really extreme version of nerd and the type of person who literally, and I do spend hours consuming content and informing myself on news and current events topics all the way to the other end of the spectrum, which is like the kind of stuff we were just talking about. Like, I don't know, a nice lip gloss because it's like the letting the pressure out of the tire, right. To kind of counteract all the serious stuff. So, you know, on this feed, and and you probably have realized this, if you've been listening for any length of time, sometimes I know it feels like we're bouncing back and forth, right. Between really heavy stuff and really 
for lack of a better word, like silly, frivolous, unimportant stuff. And I know that it can feel like whiplash. Um, and I've really been working on trying to find a way to sort of reconcile my deep interest in both ends of the spectrum and like make it feel cohesive. Um, and I'm doing some thinking about that in the new year, but I just want you to know that this will always be a place where you can come that will respect all of the various facets of you. And I won't be easing up on the coverage of world events and politics and geopolitics and, you know, cultural discussions. I, I won't because it, essentially that's who I am. I mean, I spent an hour tuning into an Instagram live yesterday between uh, you know, a pro-Israel advocate and, and, and a pro-Palestine advocate and just really hearing what people are saying. I'm, I'm so interested in what's happening in the world. And I don't foresee that changing. I do wish, I wish sometimes that I were the kind of person who could just, you know, I don't know, stick with beauty or stick with lifestyle and health and talk to you about how to plump your lips up with the best filler. And I have that side to me. It's my superficial bitch side. We've got that side. But there is a deep, deep calling in me to continue to provide conversations that go so deep below the surface that are provocative for self-growth, that encourage you to see things beyond your scope of experience. You know, I'm selling this merch now on my website, a mug that says break the echo chamber. And I put that on there for a reason. That is the ethos of the show. That is how I live as a human, constantly seeking out outside opinions and experiences that challenge who I am and where I stand. And you've heard me beat this drum before. It's not about making people change their minds or um, hoping that people come over to my side, but you're going to continue to see this type of like, for lack of a better word, heavy content, because I think it is so important to just ponder it to not go about our daily lives ignorant to the fact that we are blessed beyond recognition in this, in this country for the most part, the rights that we live with, that we take for granted on a daily basis um, are profound and profoundly important to remember and appreciate. And so if you see these, these topics pop up on my feed, you know, if you're here for the beauty and you're here for the fun stuff, I got you, girl. We're going to keep doing that. But I encourage you to, you know, pop on to some of the episodes that you you might not make a point of listening to. And you can start with those latest two episodes, what an American Jew wants you to know about what's going on in the Middle East. That's 273. And what a Palestinian American wants you to know about what's going on in the Middle East. That's episode 272. Like, pop over to that stuff. You know, uh, it's with what is what is the saying? What is the saying? With great something comes great with great power comes great responsibility. Let's look it up while we're here with great. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. We don't have, I wouldn't call it power in this country, but we have so much to be grateful for. And I believe that it is incumbent upon us to stay on top of important things that are happening in the world. And I hope that this podcast over the past year and over the upcoming year provides you with a way to plug in and then to also sort of release and relax and find that moment of, of peace and 
breathing out. But I hope it challenges you in some way too. So what you can expect over the next year is a lot more deep talk and talk on issues that may not cross your radar otherwise, but just try to give them a listen. It can't, it can't hurt to know what's happening in the world or to think about things from a different perspective. And um, yeah, so that's what you're going to see more of. Hopefully more solo episodes in the new year. This has been really fun for me to come on and just um, share parts of me. And, and and personally, this is kind of like a peek behind the curtain. I'm really still working on breaking down the barrier and letting you guys in a little bit more. Like I know um, I don't like put on the <clears throat> news lady face too much. I mean, I'm, I'm it's you get what you see, but I am very protective of certain parts of my life and certain pieces of information because I've learned the hard way that opening that up sometimes really can be painful and can just cross over to your personal life in ways that I just don't love. But I'm also starting to realize that I'm wanting to share more and I'm wanting to open up that door to what's happening in my life a little bit more than I have in the past, a lot more than I have in the past. So you can understand who I am and where I'm coming from and why I do all the crazy, weird topics and interviews that I do. And so just bear with me is what I'm trying to say. I'm really, you know, that curtain was really locked down tight for years working in journalism. And I worked really hard to not make things about me. It's not about you is what I would say. See, see all these anchors and their, you know, and reporters and their lipstick and their hair and their preening and primping before live shots. And I'm thinking someone just died behind you. Like get a fucking clue, you know, in, in the story you're, it's not about your Mac lip glass, you know, I just have this visceral reaction to people making it about them. And I've associated some of this with that feeling before, like, uh, just shut your mouth and just do the interview and report your stuff. And remember, it's not about, and, and that is true. That remains true. But, you know, I also want to let everybody in a little bit more because after all, this is a brand and a podcast built after my heart and my ethos and my way of living. And I, and I think there's a lot of good stuff that can come out of um, sharing some more of that, more personal thoughts, um, weighing in on topics from, the first person point of view. So yeah, let's look forward to that in 2024, a little, a little confessional happening. Um, no, it's not going to get that personal. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's it guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will link, as I said, all of the specific episodes that I mentioned in show notes, you can just go right through, click on through and, and, and listen to everything. And email me. Just what do you guys want to hear about? I thought about doing an episode two where I brought on some listeners and we could round table some of the big topics that I've reported on or had guests speak on. Like how cool would that be to have you guys as, as part of the story? I want to know what you think. The whole thing is about encouraging conversation on big, uncomfortable sometimes topics. So what do you think? Email me. There's a link in my Instagram bio or just find me on Instagram at Sunny Abada and send me a message on, you know, DM me and let me know what you want to hear more about. Quick note, I did get a list of 
recommended or sort of like desired topics that you guys want to hear experts speak about. And I'm still working my way through that from last year. So if you submitted something, um, I've already taken a few suggestions and actually had guests on that people wanted, but keep sending them to me because that helps me build out my editorial calendar. I do everything. We're soup to nuts over here. I mean, I don't edit, but I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm booking, I'm producing, I'm coming up with the whole big picture stuff. So let me know what you want. All right, I'm gonna go stop talking now. Um, I got way too hot and sweaty for my quilted robe. And I'm gonna go enjoy the rest of this holiday break. I hope you have the most wonderful end to 2023. Blessings and peace and love. Take a moment to appreciate who and where you are. And, and that's it. I'll see you next year with some really good stuff here on We Gotta Talk. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of We Gotta Talk. If you don't mind, I would love if you could leave a rating and review. Those help this show to get out to people who might find it useful or entertaining. I'm so grateful for your support. Please follow on Instagram at Sunny Abada or check out our latest blog post at wegotatalk.com slash blog. See you next time.